Hey guys, this is Austin Ward for Letterman Row. We got a full episode of Letterman Live coming your way from Roosters. Brand new. Got these guys back from the cruise. They're going to talk about what they did with Roosters out there. We're going to preview the NFL Combine, and spring ball is just a week away. Welcome yeah. back, guys. Yeah, thank you. If you back. haven't been on the Bug Eye Cruise, listen to that first part for sure, and then stay for the rest. It's amazing. Yes, right. Combine. Combine coming up. Ohio State, 11 right. players yeah. out there. We got spring a lot football. to talk about. Spring, spring football spring coming ball. up. How, how the winter conditioning affects where your depth chart Boom. is going into spring football. Let's get it. All right. Big time. Attack and dominate. Let's go. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome into Roosters on Olentangy River Road in Columbus, Ohio. This is Letterman Live, brought to you by our good friends at Roosters, as always, every Monday. Hey, the cruise is over. So the fast <laughs> yes. is over. All those dancers. Anthony Schlegel is <laughs> going to attack and dominate probably everything on this table. The quarterback, Jay-Z, is back. He's rested a little rested. bit. Yeah. And Mike Doss, he had himself a good time out there as well. Guys, how was the cruise? Beautiful, man. It was a great experience. I hadn't been in seven years, so I was excited to get back, be with all the guys. You know, we added some players. You know, have some young guys, Terry McLaurin. Paris Campbell, Johnny Dixon, you know, Zeke's on the boat. So it was kind of good to just see that those, those different layers of decades of athletes and uh, just, you know, being with my guys. I mean, yeah. the big thing is, you know, you're raising a lot of money for the James Cancer Center. Record-setting amount, right? Record-setting amount. That was awesome. And then, but uh, for me, I kind of got a chance to see the difference of, you know, seven years, like how, grown a lot since how the cruise has grown, how advanced and more streamlined and efficient. Things have gotten. It was a great opportunity for me and my wife to enjoy each other. So we got to have some date nights on the boat, yep. different experiences. Yeah, missed a couple of things they needed to be at. <laughs> waiting, on, waiting on the bulldog, uh -oh. the can bulldog to come in. He was on his own schedule. I was on the boat. Yeah. I was on the boat. <laughs> I was on the boat. Yeah, so. I had to give him a hard time about that. But uh, I mean, four point two five. That's that's the number. You know, I mean, that's what it's all about. And uh, you know, it's it's just crazy the amount of things goes you know, year round that people are doing to raise money uh, for this uh, Buckeye cruise and. Uh, you know, like Mike said, it's kind of like a family reunion, you know, for us yeah. to get back on with guys that we, we played with or we've been around and, you know, you get to spend some time with and see. And it's just, uh, man, it's a good time, huh, Yeah, it's, um, it's one of those deals where the cruise was, you know, at first it was kind of like all the money was raised, was raised on, on the, the ship. Boat. And then through the family over 13 years, people want to do <laughs> philanthropic work themselves. Mm -hmm. And now Chris and Lisa and the entire staff, Kyle, Nikki, Kim, Ashley, Derek, Derek yep. like all these people that work at Travel Partners are serving them that want to do that. And Before we even left, I think the number was close to $3 million. I know yeah. for a fact we probably had at least three events during the year mm -hmm. that went over $300,000. Yeah. Yep. And then, but everybody wants to do something. There was teenagers that did things in their own communities and all that money goes back to the Janes, but they have really are the ones that inspired mm -hmm. that philanthropic drive to donate back to this great cause and it's really humbling when you get to be around the survivors because it's more than even just the survivor battling cancer it's the people that are the walking families. the journey with mm -hmm. them their spouses the families that are on there and for us to have an opportunity as athletes that they enjoyed watching to have a relationship because that's what you get to go back and and kind of hang out with all those people and hug on them and so that is what's really special about it. It's the culmination of an entire year where we can celebrate what the Buckeye Cruz family has done to give back to the James and hopefully do the research that helps find a cure for cancer there. Yeah, I talked yeah. about it being a family reunion for us, but it's the same on the boat. You meet so many people right. from different areas of the country. Yes. Yes. And you get to see them 
every year on that boat, you know, they're back because you go, you have a great time, you're coming back. Right. And so it's, you get to see all those groups of people and spend time with them throughout the week. And you know, it's just a very special, very special thing. Very uh, lucky to be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Roosters. Yeah, man. Yeah, I was going to say, they shout 1,600 out. wings or something like that. <laughs> right. on that boat. I had a wing How many did Schlakes have? I didn't do that. Well, that was one of the I did, I did the wing tasting. <laughs> I mean, I have to take my shirt off and dance around like Patrick <laughs> he does. Yeah. Right? I can't I don't. do that. So <laughs> I ate all the wings on the boat. Yeah. Roosters gives over a million dollars a year to local charities and $155,000 of that was given back to the James on this ship. So what everybody does at Roosters, one, yes, we enjoy it. It's a fun, casual joint. We have a fun, casual conversation. Their food is great, but you got a, a, a local business that is giving back in a big way. Like that's why we enjoy doing the show here, yep. but it's also why you should go and visit them because right. you know where your money's going. You got people right. that have a high GSF, man, and they yep. just want to give back and make Columbus better. Yep. Yeah, and I was going just to take the show yeah. back from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Couldn't have said it any hey, better than I'm that. Back. I'm back. <laughs> and just to add, uh, for the people who've never been on there, I know you go online, maybe see pictures or see Twitter or Instagram posts, but for us, I think, well, really for me, being back in seven years. Being on the stage and they welcome up on the stage all the survivors. Mm -hmm. So you have they introduce all the athletes and we're on kind of on stage and then we kind of make a tunnel uh, and like a tunnel of pride and then all the survivors actually get called up onto that yeah. stage on opening night. So that was really really cool. Yeah. And then the last day, the survivor breakfast. So you got to sit down uh, with some survivors and their families and friends and just kind of talk and and fellowship and that was just a real surreal experience just having that kind of dialogue, eating breakfast and you know seeing them thanking us for being on the yep. boat, us thanking them for their experiences and just know that cancer's touched so many people's lives. It's touched mine, you know, losing my mother to breast cancer, losing my grandmother to breast cancer. So I know it hits home in some way, you know, six degrees of separation, they say, in life. So we've all been affected in some way, but to be on that boat and that experience and help raise funds uh, to try to, you know, help with a, a cure was a lot of fun. It's pretty pretty cool how some of these, you know, younger guys, like use that and quotes there a year into the NFL careers you know, Terry McLaurin and <laughs> mm -hmm. Paris Campbell I mean last year at this time I was going to Indianapolis to cover them at the NFL Combine I'm about to go do that again this week and you'll see next year probably Chase Young out yeah. there and, uh, oh yeah yeah, JK yeah but those guys are in the prime of their JT lives Baird in the NFL the yeah. with yeah. all the you know all right. the money that comes with that and they're still saying I want to be a part of this Buckeye Cruise. I want yeah. to be a part of something bigger yep. that's going on here and that's the special thing man within that young group we had this year they were awesome. They're I mean, there they there great. wasn't a guy who was like, oh, I don't know about it. They're, they were great. They enjoyed I mean, it. Shows down. Yeah, fans. Yeah. I mean, fans were coming up, you know, thanking me like, oh, we got some young guys. It's great to see them being involved. And, they, and at least them do a great job of just separating and organizing the athletes in different events yep. and, like, spreading it out. I know Slake has, like, a nice little, you know, little deal where he kind of <laughs> does some stuff on stage. But throughout all of the couple days, you know, you kind of had the opportunity to be involved. If you wanted to be in the wing tasting, you guys wick there. If you wanted to be in the belly flop, you know, belly smacking yeah, contest, I'm judging. You know, <laughs> the beer tasting. Yeah, the beer. I was there too. And <laughs> beer and so, whiskey right, tasting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you just you just have so much you know going on in the boat with different events. But the highlight for me was Coco K. Uh, they did a great job. Uh, Coco K. Uh, Royal Caribbean. You know, pumping in over two hundred million dollars into that to that it island. It was amazing. It yeah. was amazing. And for Lisa and uh, travel partners to get that 
island just for us by ourselves because usually they have two, three boats. Maybe they have four boats sometimes. Yeah, we had at, at some point it was just the Buckeyes. It was only <laughs> our right. crews, only just the Buckeyes. So the water slides, you know, you know, uh, the freshwater pool, the swim up bar, like uh, it Everything. was so accessible. You know, at yeah. any given moment, and it was just a, a, a lot of fun. Well, I'm yeah. glad you guys are back and had a great time out well, there. Hang on, man. I mean, it was a long cruise. Yeah. Because, oh, and <laughs> not the new cabanas, too. The sand bars. We're already, we're already selling 2021 yeah. cruises right yeah. here. We had Darius Rucker. Yes. Oh, yeah. Listen. Thank you. Yes. Oh, Darius is awesome. Darius Go Rucker. watch Darius Rucker in concert because he is awesome. I've seen awesome. him multiple times, but his show is phenomenal, and he stayed on the ship with us that last night and so he did his and normally the guys are on for like an hour he was on for an hour and a half and he did some songs just for chris and lisa and and their staff and then he hung out with people he was in the casino he was in the he vortex the club, yeah, yeah. He, he got what it was all about and then we did the football 101 justin and it was really cool now this kind of goes in and kind of what we all talked about but the humility side and true humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. And that's what all of our guys do. And then we were asking them questions because I want to know and I wanted the audience of women to know kind of what we do at Ohio State. And it was cool how they they talked about how Ohio State prepared them for the league through a routine, how to be a pro, all these things that made them head and shoulders above their peers that are trying to figure it out on their own, but they themselves know it because of what Ohio State has done. And then they come on a cruise like this with us who are able to show them, hey, here's how you can just interact. Guess what? It doesn't matter that you're a rookie NFL wide receiver, right? Yeah. All, all rookie team. Like he's just out there hanging out with his dad, hugging right. people. And, but you know what? Everybody does that too. And so now they start to see, like, okay, I got a big platform. They will, they will carry that with them to Washington, to Indy, and wherever they are playing. So super fun. Lots of money raised. <laughs> Next year the number is probably already going to be $5 million that we got to go. We got to go. We got to go work. Already. And it's already started. Got already. You know? oh, yeah. <laughs> so, but um, I'm sorry. I want to throw that nugget in there. Right, As I right. eat this, look, I only well, got – yeah, I'm just grabbing them. This, I put my hands. Baskets on. already got. Well, yeah. you. I mean, you did tee it up again there with your football 101 there, Schlegs. I mean, that's that's why you've been such a good co-host. You know where to take it, because the, they have been prepared now from Ohio State. They're going to yeah. Indy. Spencer Holbrook and I will be there all week for Lemon Row, trying to get as much combine coverage as yeah. we can for these guys. Eleven Buckeyes will be there. Wow. There were a couple 11. more, I think, uh, that probably should have been should've invited been. and okay. didn't get. Uh, I think Spencer can correct me, but Jay Sean Cornell is not going to be there. I thought that was a guy who should have been in the mix. Robert Landers won't be there, uh, but it's still like you're—they're going to have a pro day in about yeah. a month. But for yeah. the, going into this combine, and you know, Chase Young doesn't need to work out. He announced that's already out. He's not going to do anything other than get measured and do interviews this week. I wonder if that'll be the case for Jeff Okuda. We're going to follow that throughout this week. But this is kind of a an interesting infomercial for Ohio State this week because they're they're going to be at the top of the draft, and then 11 guys, maybe more, that could fill it out. How important is the combine? How difficult is the training for the, you guys that have been through this process before? Well, uh, I mean, it's it's it's. Did you work it, out the combine? I actually I did not. No. I chose not to. Big time. I, cho I chose not to work out at the combine. It was it Big was not as guy. it was not <laughs> yeah. as commercialized as it is now. Yeah. If I'd have had the NFL Network, yeah, you know, yeah, you know everything, there, yeah. yeah, it was still yeah. like close. You weren't, quarters. You weren't watching on TV. Exactly. It was kind of like right. shut down. Right. It was. Get in. Yeah. It was like you know Fort Knox. You, you well, it's hard a, for us to even. Right. They don't let us in there to watch the guys run the forty. Like we're isolated in one room. Wow. Do these interviews? Get them when they come to the podium. And they're like, and then you get here's your here's what. 
That's a results. what they ran the board. Here's the results. Okay. It's, yeah. Right it's there, so it, it's weird how it's become this massive commercialized yes. like TV event. Right. Like, but it's also really isolated and small. Like you're in there. There's not a crowd watching you run. Right. Not a huge crowd watching you lift. It's yeah. just. Yeah. And you guys, you know, these athletes and these guys have been spending two months since the end of their careers, mm-hmm. like training to run the 40 every single day yeah. and mm-hmm. wanting to get yeah. up a bench press total. It's really wild how, because they're not even playing football. They're not wearing pads this week. Exactly. You know? I mean, this is one, honestly, it's probably the most dedicated time in, a, in a, a college athlete's life where they're transitioning and they're, you know, making their resume. This is their chance to put their live resume out there uh, with, you know, with numbers, but then ultimately really get in front of the uh, coaches, the general managers, the presidents, the owners, and has had that dialogue to say, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm going to bring to your organization. Uh, you know, the guys ask those guys a lot of questions and uh, you got the Wonderlick test. You got a lot of different things. Um, it's also where, you know, you kind of get prodded around, you know, your shirt's off, you're walking around the skibbies and, you know, they're measuring your hand size. They're measuring your, your wingspan. You know, they're checking out, you know, how, 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 how tall you are. I was six foot in high school. I got to Ohio State. I was a mm-hmm. 5'11". And when I got to the NFL, a combine, I was five ten and a half. <laughs> it's like, I just got short. You're like five seven. <laughs> right. I feel like I don't know. You just keep going down. <laughs> but the experience, I think, um, has gotten like I said more commercialized. So it's a great platform for someone who's like under the radar or middle of the road, where you you know you just kind of you know you had the talent. You might not play at a big university, and you kind of got selected to be there, and all of a sudden, you know, you run that forty, and poof, David Copperfield, as yeah. Legs would say, if you're gonna, yeah, if you're gonna, if you're gonna put a number, up, yeah, if you're gonna put a number think, up, yeah. if you if you're gonna come out of nowhere or really solidify your top rank position, mm-hmm. this is a great platform to do that. Yeah, other, I, I think guys. more importantly is the interviews. Yes. Uh, you know, because you're there with the team. I mean, they might – they know what you do. Yeah. They know you're going to be fast. You're at the combine. Yep. You, you played in college football. You're going to be an athlete. I think getting a chance to sit down with these coaches and showing them, you know, what's up here for a lot of these guys is huge. It's huge. Uh, I, I mean, and, and just to be different, we just had, like, them big hoodies with our numbers, DB39 or whatever. I remember my, my sweatshirt. But when I went into my interviews, I put on some slacks. I put a button-up shirt on. I walked guy. in with my glasses on. <laughs> you know, I, I went in there, like, you know, and I remember the Pittsburgh Steelers asked me, like, why are you dressed up? I said, this is a job interview. Like, this is my chance to show you, you know, who I am, you know, wh- what I represent, how I'm going to be in, our, in your community. And I want to make sure that you see, see that transparency Transparency. You can see what's on tape. That's fine. You can see me making plays. That's fine. But in the sense of my personality, Mike Doss, the person. Yeah, this is yeah, what you're gonna here's do. our here's our chance to dialogue. So that's a little different than uh, DK Metcalf ripping off the shirt with Pete Carroll. Yeah. And <laughs> and I'm sure that's what Schlegs would have done. Schlegs, well, <laughs> man, it took some years. Schlegs yeah. was a was and a piece back in the day. that time in my life, I went. I, uh, I tipped the scales at 251. Yeah. <laughs> a big dog. And uh, it looked like a bowling ball with long hair on top of a keg with some. Toothpicks, yeah. and uh, that was uh, an awful. Don't ever find that image. I, I hope they burned it. Uh, They're putting them on T-shirts. Yeah. yeah, well, I'll tell you this. That'll be the next one for homage, right there. I'll yeah. tell you this. Um, so to me, the combine is it's the eye test, yep. right? It's it's the thumbs up or thumb down because right. everybody has already done all the research on you as a player. Now you have, and then you have like the Senior Bowl and the East West Shrine game, and they get to see you play against like peers right and so as far as like gra- your draft grade. correct yeah How do we- but then it's like okay wh- all right what does he have to run a 40 in to be a mike did he do it thumbs up thumbs down or i don't know and i need a pro day same thing with the bench same thing with the wonder like like it's more of like all right he is who we think he is 
this. All right. Oh, did he surprise us in a couple areas? Okay, he surprised us. So now where is he compared to the person that we had slotted above him? Yep. Or is, is there some deficiencies that we didn't see on film, and now we really have to truly evaluate if he's worth that type of pick? So that to me, it's really the thumbs up, thumbs down, or in the middle of the road. But the good thing for Ohio State and even the guys that didn't go, Andrew Norwell didn't get an invite either. Yeah. Andrew Norwell was an undrafted free agent. <laughs> But guess what? Andrew Norwell is a freaking mauler. Yeah. yeah. And he's the highest paid guard in the NFL. He's also and, rich, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so those guys, they don't go. It's never about that. Really, the combine, too, is and I, how I look at the draft, it's always about the fits. Yes. You know, I mean, I would have much rather have been a fifth-round draft pick to a team that wanted me to develop me, that knew where I was, than a third-round pick to the Jets when they really didn't know because – their linebacker situation like you don't want that it's always about the fits and so when you go there you also are kind of learning them of all right if it doesn't work out and now i'm cut who are some coaches that i met that i would really like to go to that organization absolutely an option. absolutely it's not like you're talking to these guys all the time it's facts you know so so yeah. you get them at this day and you get them at your pro day and those are those are the lasting uh, impressions that you want even in the drill work and why the pro day is so critical Every person will be here for pro day. Yeah. Yes. That's, That's what was, separates yeah. Ohio State yes. from uh, us and everybody else. And I had scouts even, like, I remember your linebacker pro day because it was just me, Bob, and AJ. And they were supposed to go 20 minutes. We went 25. <laughs> and we never dropped the ball. Right. It was just like you guys were smooth. You guys were competing with each other. You guys caught every ball. You guys were pros. And then what that does is, hey, I'm not as fast as AJ or Bobby or, or how they look, but it was like, yeah, I, I went up that day because of how I handled myself and how I performed and I did everything. Because not everybody can have and do what Mike did. Like, there's some guys that are just on that bubble. It's like, I got to go work out. Yes. Right? Mike didn't have to. Right? Some of the, the top tier guys, they don't have to go work out. They, they can if they want. But it's now you're evaluating. And I, I look at this in a business. It's your valuation. Yes. Right? Like, it's signing bonus is your valuation of acquiring Mike Doss LLC. And what they bring to the table, like that's what it is. So everything that you do now in this process goes into increasing or decreasing your valuation on draft day for somebody to draft you. And so, just to add, for me, I mean, most people look at me and they think I was a first round pick. I was a second round pick. I was a 59 pick. So if I if there's something I would take back and say I probably would have competed in the senior bowl, but I did the East West because of the charities for the children out there on the East Shrine, East Shrine game. But and then the combine, if I knew how the combine was getting to the stage as it is now on national TV on the hype, yeah. I would have been the first one like with my GoPro camera or something like, <laughs> hey, this Mike Dawson at the Combine, yeah. like just to draw that energy, you <laughs> right. know what I mean? Just to, just to feed that. Get feed, some of that momentum. Yeah, get, that, get that momentum. And, and, ball out. And, 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 you know, worked out and did drills and uh, uh, ran. But, I mean, like, but as Slake said, when you play for the Ohio State, you know in your pro day that you're going to have at least five, six general managers, eight to ten co head coaches, and with Chase, you know, coming out this year, Kuda coming out this year, I mean, you're going to have – you're going to have – you're going to have a representative from every team, if not – 10, tw probably half, the top 12 picks will be, top 15 picks, head coaches will be there, mm -hmm. and general managers will be right here in Columbus. Well, you mentioned it there, because you're going to have Dobbins. I think he can be the first running back off the board. Chase is obviously going to be the first defensive player off the board. Uh going to be the top be the first 10. Cornerback. Yeah, first I really corner. think that there's yeah. there's a chance that Jonah Jackson could be the first interior lineman taken. Okay. That's number four. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, you're going to have people looking at Malik Harrison, Damon Arnett is yep. second, third round pick, Jordan Fuller. 
know what he did after four years playing. I mean, and I can keep going. Brandon Bowen. Yeah. It's, keep going. It's, it's even better for those guys. Yeah, let's feed it. Let's feed it. Let's feed it. They know they're going to yeah. be there. But I didn't get to the three right wide receivers yeah. where now the way you see what happened with Terry McLaurin. And right. Campbell was hurt. And Giant Dixon was on the practice squad a little bit. But K.J. Hill now with the records. Yep. Austin Mack, he, he was injured. But Ben Victor, you got three of those guys that played in the heart line and have yeah. a lot of big game experience. I mean, it's – it's it's NFL coaches know like how yes. these receivers are coming to the league, so right. they're going to be like, let's go check these guys That's out. They, you know, they let's come go find the diamond in the rough. Coming yeah. to Columbus and, to yeah, see, exactly. you know, to see the talent live in person, and 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 as Slay say, oh, we didn't add real big too about the combine is the medical process. So any situation or any injury that you've had throughout your, you know, or a, a pulled hamstring, whatever it was, they are going to take you straight to the MRIs, x-rays, full body, everything. I mean, they did everything to me. I had <laughs> I had a finger, and they took me to four different x-rays. Like, the, the Dolphins wanted this. The New England wanted to know, like, what's, you know, what's going on? I had a hamstring. They was like, oh, well, let's see what's going on. I went, so. You're going to go through that strenuous where these – I mean, they're grabbing on your shoulders, and he's, like, grabbing on my arm and stuff. He's like, okay, did you – AC joint – you know, like, <laughs> you know, just checking you out just to know. Cause, Shoot, I, mean, I got invited yeah. to the Colts camp. You know, I, I didn't get the combine or anything. I got invited to go to rookie minicamp. Yep. I got an MRI on my back. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, what? Like, I'm like the fourth quarterback here. You guys are sending me to get an MRI? Like, this is crazy. You know? Right. So, they, they check off all those boxes they on anybody all those that they boxes, have in, man. That, in, that, in that building. So, Jay-Z – if we're going to talk about quarterbacks here, and Joe Burrow's going to go number one most likely, and everyone is talking right now, will he? Does he want to go to? He's going to do an Eli Manning. Eli Manning. Like, I have a hard time believing that, knowing Joe Burrow the yeah. way that you know some of us do, that he would take on that challenge. But are you buying any of that at all with him? I, I think he's a kid who's just going to put his head down and work. And you know, I'd be very surprised if he comes out and says, "I don't want to play here. I want to be here." This, I think he's just going to say, "Listen, I'm the first pick of the draft." It doesn't suck. <laughs> right. You know, no matter where you end up. <laughs> right. Like, that doesn't suck. You know, exactly. the life is good. So, hey. you want to be – I mean, and then the rest I of your agree. life, you're known as the first pick in a draft for that for that year's yeah, draft. I you agree. Know? So, you're and, absolutely and, you know, right. Like you said, just knowing the keys from Ohio, from, you know, down south, coming back to Ohio, like, it just – it seems to be a perfect fit almost, yeah, you know. Yeah. So I, I expect him to be a storybook. Yeah. storybook. It, it really but is. But they got to give him some stuff. Well, they got to give him some talent. They got to surround him. They got to surround him with some talent. They, they do need sure. to do that, but uh, you know, he can't make that much money. They're not no, the same the deals part, that yeah. they, they're not the same deals that those quarterbacks were getting back in the day. Matthew right. Stafford, fifty million dollars. Yeah. It's all locked in now. Yeah, exactly. So I think that will help. You know, they just got to. They can't miss on draft picks, or they can't miss on free agent signings, and they just got to get. You know, shore up that offensive line and, you know, maybe get him a couple more weapons. But I think he'd be a great fit right. down there. And I think Cincinnati would love love having him there. They will love you know, I think I he think would do a great job. Put people in the seats. I think yeah. he'll put people in the seats. Yeah. Him or Chase. But, obviously, Joe Burroughs, they yeah. need a quarterback. That's what they need to Everybody do. Everybody loves the quarterbacks, you know. They, Joe they Burrows, come to see the quarterbacks. Right. And he's <laughs> it's so sexy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that feels like that feels like a good time to take a break right there and get get some more uh, mac and cheese. It's already gone, bro. Yeah, we'll get you another basket. We'll be right back here. Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. We'll be right back. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund, and that's from the Buckeye Cruise from cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart, and we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. Uh, 
last couple segments here. Hey, spring ball is uh, suddenly just about a week away, guys. Shut the front geez. door. Can you a really? week away? Like, I, I, Who does that? Maybe it helps that we have every Monday with Letterman Live to pass the time. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. I don't dang. even know spring what month ball, are we in. I mean, it's the end of February, last yeah, week of February. Some spring camps have already started around the country. Have they really? And That's I love real it. real talk. I don't know why. Why what, do you love it? What the rush would be. I love I spring ball. It just means football is coming back around. That's why. Well, for me – for me personally, Schlegs, it's because it's the only time of year that we ever get to watch practice. So mm-hmm. I have four or five days. You never get to go. Not the full time. You remember back season? in the day? They used to during watch us season? warm up. That was it. No. And Tress would kick them out. Oh. So there okay, are there's one, possibly two. You work on that, Will. And training camp. Hey, we're Jerry Emig, we can get with that. Ryan Day's been <laughs> a little bit more open than Urban was. Mm-hmm. Some of this has shifted depending on who the coach is, and that's always who's going to make the final yep. call there. But, you know, last year in spring we had two completely open practices and two that were open for an hour. So I have – I mean, those are the most valuable hours that I have all year round. Get them at the at the bowl game. At the end of the year you can see some of the young guys uh, where they're contractually mandated to let the, to make us yeah, – let us get in yeah. the door. But in the spring they can do – spring in the season they can do whatever they want. And once that season starts there's no 15 minutes of stretching anything during the week. Nothing. So when we need information, that's when a lot of my opinions are formed, March and April. Okay. That's a big deal for me. Got I would it. think the coaching staff, too. That's, that's huge. That's that's where you make your opinions, too. That's They're starting already. Urban used to say, and Ryan Day hasn't said this as much, that training camp in August is for getting ready for the opener, and March and April is where you go win a job. And I don't know wow. how true that is, but I think that I can see why he would say that. No, it's very true because, one, 11 guys are at the Combine. Guys are graduating. You have off-season that we talked about a couple weeks ago on how important that is. Like That's how your coaches are knowing you. And you got Kerry Combs coming in, and, and he's new, so he gets the eyeballs on the guys and where they are, and he's a defensive coordinator. So he's getting to see you know, who competes, number one thing, right? And we talked about this at Football 101. It's culture over talent all the time. So who buys into our culture? Who's competing at a high level? Who's a winner, right, more than they are a loser? And then we're going to take all that information, which really backs the culture, and like, boom, here's our depth chart based on what they've been doing, right? Mm -hmm. If they haven't been a starter already, right, it's open for competition. And now every day, teaching the kids every day, I got to go to practice ready to compete to earn a job. Mm -hmm. And And it's not even the spring game. It's the Saturday before the spring game when it really happens because, hey, it's live. We're, we're competing. And ones versus ones. Yeah, put it right. out there, right? Yeah. And so that's, like you said, to be able to go watch those guys and actually see freshmen competing against seniors. Yeah. Like, it's a great time to see real, where they are and how much of a gap they need to catch up. Then, now we're into summer conditioning, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't care for the spring game itself because it's not yeah. no. a competitive game. Yeah. The hard work, as you said, is done. The live mm-hmm. scrimmage at the end is what – you know, I would want to watch if I got to pick anything yeah. when you're competing for the jobs. I know. Do you get to watch that one? No. Oh, okay. I mean, Will, we should do something about that. <laughs> yeah, we should do something. Hey, get come on, Will. I'll go, I'll go down there. Hey, we have a great relationship with the SID staff and that coaching staff right now. They're the best. Right Jerry's now. amazing. And, and they, ha- they have asked our opinions on what they should and shouldn't do. Mm. That doesn't mean that they're going to. Yeah. Yeah, do it if just, I said because I don't. The, the truth is I don't want all fifteen practices open because that means I have to go to them. Your Easter's gone. I will work as hard as anybody on this beat. You guys, you guys yeah, know that. No, but sure. no. but three hours of practice, there's only so much I can learn. If you guys aren't there to tell me the X's and O's, right, right. There's there's not so much that I can do there. That's facts. That's facts. But I want four or five times. I'd like to see a scrimmage. I'd like to see a jersey scrimmage in training camp and and see you guys know the days that matter. Right. Those are the ones that I would want to be there for. But 
we're not going to get our everything yeah, we that's, want. That's how it goes. <laughs> I, I think well, going into spring ball, I think the coaches kind of have an idea through. I don't know if you you were there. You were a coach. Do you Guess do I you was. get an idea of who you can trust? <laughs> yeah, Go, yeah. Going into spring ball, all right. Listen, these guys. You know, this Mike Doss over here, man. During these last couple months of training, he's stepped up. You know, like he's going to be our guy. We're going to lean on mm-hmm. once we get to spring ball. But you, you start seeing like oh, he's going to be that guy who's there's a spot open. He's been busting his tail. We trust him to be there every day, given everything he has. Let's go ahead and maybe put him on that depth chart and see how he goes right right out the gate in spring ball. I mean, I imagine watching these kids work out and seeing how they are in the in the you know with their peers. Maybe watching leadership film, skills. leadership skills. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that all is what you can be doing right now yeah. going into that spring. So as a coach, I imagine you'd be saying, "All right, yeah, these guys had a killer, you know, six a.m. workout." Or whatever, the mat drills, whatever right. they're called whatever nowadays. Call, yeah. You know, mat that drills. probably goes a lot into getting ready for spring ball. I remember Absolutely. that happened in 14 Schlegs when we showed up for the first day. We got to watch that day, and Darren Lee was out there at outside linebacker. It was all based on the offseason. Yeah. He was not someone that anyone who had their was expecting you know, pre- to be their preseason or, yeah, projected star depth around chart them. Right. was not in there. Right. Darren Lee was not in there. And yeah. It was all because you guys in the strength staff said, put him out there, right? Yeah. Right, because he competed. Yeah. I mean, that's really what it is, is when we form the groups for our competition drills – it's good on good where you are and you want to be the first guy. And then we get to pair them up like, Hey, we're doing this end drill or the M or we're doing hoops or we're doing whatever. And then, and we're constantly competing. It's like, okay, I need this guy to develop. All right, Joshua Perry, you play linebacker, John Simon, you play defensive end. Guess what? I'm pairing you guys together. And Josh might've Joshua might've won the first two, but John Simon's one of the next eight. And we yeah. want to see how Joshua Sorry. reacts <clears throat> right to get beat. Cause Johnny's motor was just, endless right so so now we're strategically placing those guys together to see how they compete to see how when they're gonna when they're gonna crumble Mm -hmm. and then how do they continue to go throughout their workout right so all of that information all the competition that we do in the weight room all that gets put into where is the kid evaluated after winter conditioning and be and here's the thing though the head strength coach mickey morati has to be on the same page with head football coach ryan day because if the kids know that what I do in the weight room doesn't matter and it's all projected upon, you know, Five what, stars the, or what, right. what the coach yeah. perceives, yep. guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to spill it during that time. So <laughs> they have to know, right? They got to be on the same page. Everything yeah. I do is intentional. It all connects. Yeah. And it's all evaluated. It all works together, yeah. right? It's all, you're classroom as well. Being, right, you know, being classroom ready yeah. is making sure, you know, hey, I can carry a workload of classes. I can go to practice. I can do my workouts. Take care of what you're supposed I can to take, take care of. You know, yeah. do what I'm, take care of what I'm supposed to take care of so I can be a, you know, accountable. Because the coach will trust you. Yes. Like, if you don't do that in January and February and March, like, how am I going to trust you for everything? Exactly. Chase you down on the field. Exactly. How am I going to trust you to do that during the season? I don't want right. to be chasing my guys around when I should be breaking down field to beat Wisconsin or Penn State or the team up north, right? Yeah. So all of that goes into it, but you have to have the accountability, the standard of excellence, and all the coaches being on the same page. To me, when I go out throughout, throughout the country, that's the biggest disconnect. It's yes. like here's the weight room, yep. and here's football, yep. right? And we were kind of, we had we yeah, had we that, had it that way, yeah. right? And and I don't like that. No, I like how they do it at Ohio State. Like I think that's the best way. And so when you do that, though, the kids are always in. They're always always invested, and you're teaching them the routine of what it means to be a pro all the time. Because there is no magical switch. There is no clothes that you can wear. That you no, can turn it you, on yeah, and off. You can't go by that finish line. You have a Footlocker. You just like listen. It's not. We don't. They don't have that on the rack anywhere. You just got. It's just either in you. It's embedded in you. You've taught. You've learned it, and and it comes out. But like you said, I mean, these kids, you know, they have to understand. You know the competition is going to is going to what they say the cream rises to the top. 
So this is your opportunity this spring to allow, you know, those freshmen that came in here just in January, they've kind of, you know, been in the system almost eight weeks now. They got these practices coming up. And then you got your sophomores and juniors who've been chipping at the bit like, hey, man, here's an opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I know that defensive back room, that room right, wide open. is wide open. Oh, yeah. It's wide open. So you got, you know, I think we down a couple guys over the last two weeks for some other reasons. But at the end of the day, you probably got seven, eight guys right now that's going to be competing competing for four spots, yep. you know, potentially. So, uh, you know, until some more guys come in August. But at the end of the day, if I'm one of them defensive backs right now, it's, hey, I'm in the classroom. I'm getting with Coach Combs. I'm coming to his classroom because right. I'm going to be – I'm knocking school out and I'm coming to meet with him. Hey, well, what do you like? What are your favorite calls? Okay, what did you do down at Tennessee? What are you still going to – you know, what did you do here before that I can go back and watch yeah. film on uh, how you coached up? These are the drills we're going to do every day. I promise you, I will watch all those the – four years, three years ago, I'm going back to the ABCs, ADCs, everyday drills, whatever. And um, I'm watching that. So when I come out there first day, I'm first. Hey, coach, this is the first drill you like? Okay, he gets to talk about the drill. I'm first. I'm ready. I got you. Yeah. You know, I've been practicing on my own. I've been in the indoor for half an hour, 45 minutes. Hey, I watched it on tape. I got my iPad. I'm out here working on it myself. So when I get looked at, it's from their evaluation of I'm comfortable now. Yeah, for sure. I don't, I'm comfortable. I, I, yeah, I've talked to coach. Drills. I've you've done those drills. Been. Now I can show leadership. Hey, guys, let me coach you up. This is what yeah. coach wants. You know, so you build that that – Building that trust and that camaraderie within the, with your coach, but you're also taking that leadership role. And then what it comes down to now, can I make plays in the system, yeah. right? So these kids, you know, have the opportunity with the technology and everything today. You could be in your apartment with your iPad breaking down film. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, they like, give us DVDs. <laughs> yeah, like, you had, put it in you and had a on DVD. the screen. You had a DVD. Well, I, know, I had yeah. VHSs. It's yeah. <laughs> <That's> real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah. It's real. So, or I had to spend hours and logging in. Like, hey man, mm-hmm. can you break? The, oh, let me see that third down cut up tape. All right. He, they go, give me 30 minutes. Now it's like, give me two minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Boom. You know, so. All in there. Logs, all in all there. Nice. I'm eating. You know, they got the state-of-the-art facility, weight room, you don't food. Ever have to leave. You ain't got to leave. No. I'm telling you, I I've have a cot. <laughs> hey, I, I, hey, I'm going to figure out. Hey, I'm, I would have figured out how to have, like, a my air mattress off my locker or something where I could have a pillow. Like, this kid, so, that my little golf, motor. My golf swing yeah. would be a lot better. <laughs> they got that simulator in there. I, I, need to buy a, I need to buy a pass to the Woody simulator. I know, right? Yeah. Exactly. Get the game ready for real swing. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Played yesterday, and it wasn't quite uh, springtime weather yet. But no. I also wasn't uh, cruise weather, so I'm glad nah. you guys are oh, back. Oh man, Spice I got a tan. Slade's got a tan. I feel, good, got a tan. I feel great. And it's hard for me to get a tan. I'm already, <laughs> yeah. I'm already brown enough. If you guys want but. some more good weather, you can come with me to Indianapolis. Hey, yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, get it. I was, uh, I'm going to no. miss that. All right, so that's that's the combine. Spencer Holbrook and I'll be there all week. Great to have these guys back with us. Has been Letterman Live, brought to you by our good friends at Roosters. You know, we're gonna be right back here Monday. Uh, until then, we'll see you next time. Bye bye.